I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be focusing on why selling is serving. So often we hear people say that they can't sell, they're not a salesperson, they find it yucky thinking about selling when, as I've said in previous episodes, every single person is a salesperson. And I suppose it's just about flipping that switch in our heads into focusing on selling as providing a service. Now, for me, I've been a part of the sales world, if you like, for the past five or six years now, even though I'd never considered myself a salesperson. But when you pitch effectively, when you learn how to pitch in the right way, it doesn't become salesy anymore. The product or service actually sells itself. And I firmly believe that every single person, every single business, every single individual has a product or a service to offer, but so often they don't know how to pitch it. So let's firstly look at why would you want to pitch? What is the importance of pitching? Well, when you pitch effectively, you are therefore able to, especially at this time, in this economic climate, in the way the world currently is, You know, people are spending so much more money recently in recent months than ever before, particularly online. And you could really be missing out on the opportunity of increasing your client base, selling your products, selling your services, and effectively making more money. You need a strategy to be able to survive, and not only to survive, but basically to thrive in this current economic climate. So to give you some ideas around it, the surge in online shopping caused by COVID-19 pandemic is expected to add £5.3 billion to the UK economy. £5.3 billion. This is according to Edge Retail Insight. And with that in mind, wouldn't you agree that every single one of us should be offering the products and services that we currently have? And if you don't yet have a product or service, really start thinking about what that could be. Information is one of the most widely sold, widely pitched products or services. And every one of you have information inside of your head that other people don't know, or they do know, but don't utilize, or they're not an expert in that you could sell that information to serve your clients. If you know more than somebody in a specific niche or in a particular market, you're doing them a disservice if you don't sell that product or service because to pitch is just to create the right impression, isn't it? It's to to articulate your value and what you bring to the table to your clients. It's to make you stand out versus the other people in your market. And let's be honest, there are going to be people who are in your field, who are pitching themselves, who are promoting themselves as the go-to expert when you've probably got as much information, if not more than them. Let me ask you this. Do you know someone in your niche, your field or your market that is making more money than you or serving more clients than you, even if you know their knowledge in that area or their specific product or service is inferior to yours? I'm going to hazard a guess that there's one or two people saying yes in that instance. So the ability to pitch effectively, realising that by selling, by offering your products and services, you're actually serving your clients. What it means is you're going to win more of that business versus the competitors 
who are often offering an inferior product to yours. So when you can sell them, when you can pitch effectively, you're going to in turn grow your business. You're going to attract the right type of people to your business. Not everyone is going to be happy with it. Some people will, you know, not like being sold to. As humans in general, we love to sell, but we don't like being sold to. Sorry, we love to buy, but we don't like being sold to. We all want to buy products and services. Sometimes we want to be left alone to do that, so we don't like being sold to. So you find an elegant ways to pitch. You can attract the right people to you. You can, you know, get those right people within your database. You can find the right customers who want to buy your products and services. And by pitching effectively, you can demonstrate that you are the go-to person within that area. But that does rely on you learning how to pitch. So there's a ton of different ways that you can pitch. I'm not going to break it down in this episode, but we will go into detail in all of the various different ways to pitch. But to put it into a nutshell, I'm going to use a Brian Tracy quote, which is this. Approach each customer with the idea of helping him or her solve a problem or achieve a goal, not selling a product or a service. Let me say that again. Approach each customer with the idea of helping him or her to solve a problem or achieve a goal and not with the selling of a product or a service. And if we keep that thought process, selling the product or the service is actually serving the customer helping solve a problem. So before you go any further, whether you have products or services in your armory already, or if you're just starting out, suppose there's two questions to ask yourself really. One, what problem do you solve? And two, who are the client base that you solve that problem for? Once you've identified the right target audience, you know, the right set of people, the right buyers for your products or services, then you are able to actively sell the product or service or more more elegantly to serve more people. The more people you serve, the more people you help, the more people you help, the better you feel. The more people you serve by selling your product or service, providing a solution to their problem, the more money you make. So knowing what your clients want and giving it to them, which is selling in its simplest form, you know, there isn't an art and there is a science to it. But by selling effectively, what it therefore means is you're going to be able to help and benefit even more clients. What that means is you're going to be able to serve even more people. And selling, I firmly believe, isn't just this is my product, this is my service, buy it. It's about identifying what each client wants. Now, obviously, if you're doing that one-to-one, it's a lot easier. You can create a dialogue. You can have that conversation to find out what people's problems are and solve them. Or you can identify your entire avatar. Identify what that group of people, the problem that they have, and therefore pitch to sell the product or service. And there will always be objections. There's always going to be somebody who says, you know, I can't afford it, I don't want to buy it, I don't need X, Y, or Z product or services. So the ways in which that you can overcome this, well, firstly, when it comes to objections, I'm pretty certain I will have said it in previous episodes. I'm going to reiterate it again because it's so important. Bo Bennett, he's an author, a marketer, says an objection is not a rejection. It's simply a request for more information. And once you get used to selling, once you get used to identifying what your customers want and elegantly pitching it in the right way to share with people, this is how I can help you. This is the problem that I solve for you. My product or service will serve you in such a way. It then, you know, that's where it snowballs. You market, 
the solution to people's problems. They start looking for the problem. Where do they look? Often online. You know, if your product is a weight loss product, people will search online. Quickest, simplest, easiest ways to lose weight. If your product or service is a physical product, I don't know, maybe I'm looking around the room now, maybe it's a microphone um, for recording podcasts. Someone's problem is, I've got all this information in my head, I want to create a podcast, but I don't have a microphone to record it on. You identify within your sales pitch, within your marketing, within your promotion, what solution you provide Every single thing. I'm literally looking around my dining room now. They provide a solution to the problem, everything within that room. Um, I don't know if you can tell. I've got a cold at the minute. I know I'm sniffing. I apologise. But I'm also showing you that you have to turn up even when you're ill. So I have a little box of tissues next to me. They are solving a problem. When you have a cold, you have a runny nose. When your nose runs, it's frustrating. You need to blow it. Box of tissues, solution to a problem. Now, that might be the simplest problem in the world. That might seem like, oh, you know, tissues, loads of other people are doing it. There's lots of different tissues on the market. You create a tissue that is, I don't know, solving even more of a problem, going more niche because it's softer, it's thicker ply, it's more absorbent. What are the problems when you have a cold, your nose runs, it feels sore when you run it quite a bit. So you want something that's soothing, something that's easy to dispose of. You know, all of these different things. What's the solution? What's the problem? Everything around my room that I'm looking at right now, I've got a drink on the table. It's solving a problem. First, when, when I have a cold, I need to drink even more. And as many of you know, if you've attended one of my training days, I drink ridiculous amounts of water anyway. So it solves a problem. But in your marketing and in your promotion, in your sales, in your pitches, do you identify what the problem is and provide the solution? Do you actively say that out loud? Because if you don't, then you're missing a massive market. And this is a conversation that we had recently with one of my mentees, Emily. Um, Emily joined along on one of my uh, training programs. She joined in our Pitch for Profit program, which is exactly as it says on the tin. It's about pitching to increase your profits. Um, and Emily said, oh, I wasn't really sure that pitching was for me. I'd never really considered myself a salesperson. Came along to the train and said, I actually felt confident about talking about my business. Now, if you have any business of any sort, then you are a salesperson. Her business is in the education sector, having been a teacher, helping um, children specifically kind of up to GCSE level made it more confident learning how to pitch effectively, made it more confident in understanding how her business helps people selling her services. So much so that she went from, mm, is pitching really for me? To delivering webinars. She, uh, you know, she set up online launches. She started doing Facebook Lives, which is something that she said she would never, ever have done. And so much so that she had a Facebook Live that literally went viral viewed over 50,000 times. Do you think maybe that's got a business out there a little bit? But the biggest thing is she got out of her own way. So often we think, oh, I don't have a product or a service to sell. Or even in the case of Emily, where she did have a product, she knew she had a, a business, a service to sell. That actually, it was about putting herself out there and getting out of her own way. And my advice to you is this. The steps that you need to take are one, to firstly identify what your product or service is. If you know that already, fantastic. Start going deeper level into who does it solve a problem for and what problem does it solve? What is your avatar? Who are those um, people that you need to solve a problem for? And go deep level into how you solve those problems. Identify what makes you stand out from the crowd because there will unlikely be 
un- undoubtedly be, should I say, competition within your market. You know, the box of tissues. You can get tissues with your supermarket's own brand. You can get Kleenex, one of the most well-known. You know, you can get all of these different types, all of these different brands. How do they create a market share for themselves? By advertising and promoting effectively, by learning how to serve and solve, which is what they're doing with selling. So absolutely need to identify what your product or service is. If you don't yet know, flip it on its head. What product, sorry, what problem do you solve for people? If like Emily, yours is an education business. So she's specifically helping um, children preparing for GCSEs. She's actually helping parents to understand what those children go through in the lead up to the GCSE year. And let's face facts now, you know, I've just been having a conversation earlier on today with a friend who has a child in... Um, final year of final GCSE year going to be taking his GCSEs this year and he's like you know he's missed 25% of his education leading up to it they're going to need some help and support how do people know that Emily can help and support them if she doesn't understand who she's serving and identify how she can solve their problems so I'm going to reiterate the title of this episode again which is that selling is serving and by serving vast numbers of people you can Step one, help tons of people, which let's be honest, we all want to do. The more people that you help, the more problems that you solve. The more problems that you solve, the more you're going to sell because the more people are going to come to you as the go-to authority or expert within that area. Now, there's caveats to this being that your product actually needs to be a good product. Your service needs to actually solve a problem for people. But as we identified earlier on, in many markets, in many niches, there are people who are already doing it, who are already out there selling their products or services, which are inferior to your products or services. So you've got to learn to market. You've got to learn to sell your products or service. And remember the the Brian Tracy quote, which is to approach each customer with the idea of helping him or her to solve a problem. So the goal isn't really the sale. The goal is how many people do you help? How many people can you serve? And the the sales become a byproduct of it. So in the, the economy, the way it is now, in the market, the way it is now, in the world, the way that it is now, how can you take your products or services online? Are there any opportunities that you're missing out on? So those are the steps and the action points for this episode. One, identify your product or service if you haven't already done it. Step two, to identify two parts, your customers. One, who do you solve a problem for? They are your customers, they are your niche, they're your market. And two, what problem do you solve? So two parts to that second one. So identifying your product or service, or if you're not 100% certain on that yet, identifying who your customers are, what problem do you serve, what, sorry, what problem do you solve, and which group of people do you serve? And then the selling becomes the the easy part because what you're then selling is a solution to a problem rather than a product or service and a lot of people are more comfortable with selling a solution remember selling a serving than actually saying this is my product you should buy it so by identifying who you can help the way in which you promote your products and services will really benefit you and understanding just like Emily did 
that, you know, the objection there was hers, not anybody else's. It wasn't a customer objection to her product or service. It was an internal objection. I don't think I need to know about sales. I'm not a salesperson. That's what Emily thought. But remember Bo Bennett's quote, an objection is not a rejection. It's a request for more information. And by our attending our Pitch for Profit program, by Emily understanding that actually the request for information there was, am I really a salesperson? Can I really do it? And I've shared with you exactly what she had to say. The fact that she didn't really think that she was a salesperson in Emily's own words. I wasn't sure the pitching was really for me. Wow, was I wrong? I left actually feeling confident about talking to people about my business, selling my services and even doing live webinars. Since attending Pitch for Profit, I've done a live online launch. I've begun doing regular Facebook lives, which is something I really wasn't confident about doing before. And my latest Facebook video went viral. It's been viewed over 50,000 times. What an amazing way to get your business out there. So the lessons of this episode of uh, of presenting, pitching and public speaking are to identify your product or service if you haven't already. If you have, look at who you serve, who you solve problems for, what your niche market is, and more importantly than anything else, to get out of your own way and get out there and market it. Because if not, your clients will go to the customers who may have an inferior product, an inferior service, or may genuinely not want to help other people. Selling is saving and solving, and the more people that you help, the better it's going to be for you and for them. Thank you for listening to this episode of Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking. I'll see you on the next one.